Welcome to the Kingdom Corner Podcast, where we discuss how to live the kingdom culture on earth as it is in heaven, just as Jesus prayed. Here's your host, the great Matt Guybe. Good day again. This is Matt Guybe with the Kingdom Corner Podcast, and we are looking today into a subject that we've been in for a while called Sophronis Moss. And in light of what I've looked at and studied today, I'd like to call this lesson Sophronis Moss, the healing, mending, and establishment of a healthy heart or sound mind. Sophronis Moss, the healing, mending, and establishment of a healthy heart or sound mind. When we're talking about a sound mind, we're not just talking about your brain, that part that you compute things through, make decisions in, that is just a part of your body. We're talking about the real you. We're talking actually, it involves the heart. So that's why I've titled it this way. We had been looking at Sophronis Moss, the power of a sound mind, and then we started to talk about the process to a sound mind. And I believe this is the third episode that we are now on. It is out of 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7. For this reason, I remind you to fan into a flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And that's what we're talking about. The topic is the sound mind, how to receive the power of that, the process to that. And we keep talking about Sophronis Moss, because for sound mind, that is the Greek word that's used in the New Testament, and it's the only place that is found. And then we began to show you that Sophronis Moss had four wonderful and beautiful root words that make up the whole definition of Sophronis Moss that we need to dig into and dissect to really get a full understanding of what the Father would be saying to us is involved with the power of a sound mind, and it also will unlock for us the process to get that sound mind operating in our lives. And so that's where we're at. We started out, first of all, looking at Sophronis Moss. We talked about God. One of the main meanings, God is calling us into an admonition. It is an admonition or a calling to a sound mind. And I've talked about before that, like when I was a kid and I've seen other, my grandchildren, they get so uh, wound up and excited at night when you try to put them to bed that you have to bring them under control. And sometimes God sees that we're so excitable, we're off in this direction and that, that he's admonishing us in love and calling us to come into the place that we can think clearly through the process of a sound mind. That's one meeting of Sophronis Moss. Then the word that we broke down next, the first root word was sophronizo. And we've talked two weeks about that, or two episodes. That is a process of being restored to your senses in order to moderate, control, curb, and discipline the mind. And that implies that this could be done in our hearts and minds, that God gives us that power. We talked about, like David, that we can actually encourage our own soul when we're we're depressed or we're anxious just like he said why art thou cast down O my soul my help is in the lord and then the very last time we were together we spent quite a bit of time on first john 2 27 
that we have the mind of Christ. And when that comes and we assimilate that, that is like assimilating that anointing is like assimilating that sound mind. We talk quite a bit about that. When we abide in Christ, we're abiding in a sound mind, and it gives us dominion over our soul or soulish dominion over body, mind, soul, and spirit, what we're made up of when that is working in us. You'll need to go back and listen to the rest of this dissertation, the last few episodes, to really get a full understanding, but I've tried to bring you up to date on where we're kind of at. Now, the first thing I want to do is I was thinking about this. It's such a rich topic, and it's so wonderful to see how the Word of God is line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, I believe it's said in Isaiah, and that you find different truths and you compare Scripture with Scripture, and things relate and they compare. And as I read through my notes this morning in this lesson, I couldn't help but think of a couple verses that really show some more facets of what the sound mind is. And I want to read them for you. And then these other three words, there's three words left to, to discuss, three root words, sophron, and sozo and friend. So I want to, first of all, turn to Ephesians 4, 11, 15, and I'm going to read that for us. And this is in the Amplified Bible Classic Edition, Ephesians 4, 11 to 15. And his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us, some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. His intention was for the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints, that is, his consecrated people, that they should do the work of ministering toward building up the body of Christ, that it might develop until we all attain oneness in the faith in the comprehension of the full and accurate and experiential knowledge of the Son of God, that we might arrive at a really mature state of manhood, that is, the completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and completeness found in him. Why? So we no longer be children tossed like ships to and fro between this gust and that, this teaching and wavering with every changing wind of doctrine, and the cunning and cleverness of unscrupulous men. Uh, in every shifting form of trickery and inventing errors that they will mislead with. Rather, let our lives lovingly express truth in all things, speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly, established in love. Let us grow up in every way and in all things into him who is the head, even Christ the Messiah, the Anointed One. I just thought that was such a beautiful portion of Scripture and the Amplified Classic Version surely brings it out well. And there's so many things we could bring in here. But the point is that the Sophronis Moss process that we're talking about, the power that we attain when we apply the process, will bring us to the maturity of that man and woman in Christ that is an able minister, that is an overcoming saint. And it comes through, again, 1 John 2.27, the mind of Christ, but also it talks about in here coming to a full or experiential knowledge of Jesus Christ here in Ephesians 4. 
such a powerful scripture that he's given these different ministries to bring us into that. And the Holy Spirit, like 1 John 2.27 we talked about, has been given to actually, even though there's apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, maybe teaching you how to do that, like I'm teaching you today, only really the Holy Spirit can really enlighten you about it. And you only receive that anointing, 1 John 2.27, through abiding or remaining in Christ. He wants to fully equip the saints. He wants us to be mature. And that's what Sophronis Moss will do for us, make us mature. He wants us to be complete, like it says, in personality. It's such a beautiful scripture, and I think it ties right into the process to and the power of Sophronis Moss. And then the other scripture I want to read, Romans 8, 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy that can be compared with the glory that's about to be revealed in us or uncovered or unveiled. For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing or the showing out or the uncovering of the sons of God. That's you and I. Romans 8, 18 and 19. Let's go to 20. For the creation was subject to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. That the creation itself also will be set free from slavery to the corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. Not only this, but also we ourselves, verse 23, having the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting eagerly for the adoption as sons, the redemption of our body. And we're talking about Again, the manifestation of mature men and women, sons and daughters of God. And Sophronis Moss certainly parallels and ties right into that, that we have to have that. And that is what all creation is groaning for because creation right now is off kilter. And we know why that is because way back in the garden, and I was thinking about this today too, Adam and Eve fell from that place of grace when they decided to partake of the forbidden fruit and were then unfortunately cast out of Eden. And they were perfect when God created them. And they had perfect relationship, 1 John 2.27, perfect abiding with the Father. He'd come down and talk to them. And that's what Sophronis Moss, it's going to restore that kind of relationship for the sons and daughters of God with the Father. We're going to be restored again into that same abiding, intimate, loving relationship that Adam and Eve had. And that will come through the transformation that's brought on, the process of Sophronis Moss and all these wonderful words. And that, my friend, was quite a dissertation and kind of going down another rabbit trail and maybe a Another way I'm seeing Sophronis Moss this morning. But let's go on and go to these next words. We've talked about Sophronis Moss. The last two episodes have been about Sophronis Moss was number one. Number two was Sophronizo. And now number three we'll just look at and then we'll continue on. Sophron. That's the next root. And I'll just 
read you the Greek definition. This is an adjective that describes us or one as being sane in one's senses. It emphasizes a mind that is capable of curbing or directing one's desires and impulses. So that's beautiful. We're capable of curbing or directing our desires and impulses. Two ways. One, away from those things that are evil and not pleasing to God. We have the power to do that. And number two, how do we best do that? By having our focus and desire upon God and the things of his word and his traits and attributes of love and peace and comfort and all the fruits of the Spirit, thinking on those things, like Paul also said in Philippians, that are good and honorable. I think it's Philippians 4.8 to be exact. We can curb and direct our desires through that the power of Sophron and Sophronis Moss. Looking at this second root, we understand that all Christians have been given the mental tools needed to be able to control sudden impulses, thoughts like intrusive thoughts that might not be good. Okay, we have been given the tools. I've shared that with you today. And now you have no excuse because God is providing it for you right here in this lesson, right here in this verse in Timothy about the sound mind and all these wonderful meanings in the Greek language. So that's Sophron. It describes one's being sane in one's senses, has an emphasis that we, our mind is capable of curbing or directing our desires or impulses away from evil things into the good things of God. So now let's finish up, and this is where I got the uh, idea for the episode's title today, is in these next two words. Sophronis Moss, the healing, mending, and establishment of a healthy heart. The healing, mending, and establishing of a healthy heart to become again as Adam was and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Perfect fellowship. To become that mature man and woman that Ephesians 4.11 talks about. And God is wanting to unveil these type of men and women to the world today. So let's look first off at sozo. You may have heard this word before, sozo. It's a common word. It's everywhere in the scripture where it talks, or most places, where it talks about being saved or rescued in the Bible. The word sozo is used. It means to be healed, saved, delivered, made free, made whole, made abundant, brought into a state of peace. That's sozo. Sozo. Also, it's like being healed in the body. A good example of this is when Jesus' hem of his garment was touched by the woman with the issue of blood, and he said, virtue has come out of me. That woman was sozoed, healed. So it's a physical and a spiritual healing. Let me see if I can find Ephesians 2.5. talks about spiritually, by grace, are you saved? And that's talking about spiritually. By grace are you saved. The scripture about the woman with the issue of blood is in Matthew 9, 20 to 22. So it's physical and it's also spiritual healing and mending of our hearts. This is taking place in the heart, which is also, I said, part of the mind. And then the next word we want to look at, the final word, is friend. This is where we get power to receive and judge and really look at things with the right mind's view, I would say. We can judge things properly. We can look at things properly because our mind has went through this process 
and heart of friend, our, our mind and heart. This describes, when we're talking about friend, comes out of your midriff or your diaphragm, your gut, your guts. It's an intuition that you're getting, a judging that is spiritual of the heart, as some scriptures call it, the secret heart. This aspect will set us apart, if we allow it to, to holiness, to grow in function in awareness, perception, acknowledgement, judgment, and know-how. That is to handle every situation you are faced with. When you have friend and sozo working in your heart, friend is more of the past thing, healing from the hurts and the things that happened in your past life. You're healed from that. And friend brings you to the forefront, to the future of what you can now step into and be able to judge and look at things properly. You know, when somebody says something to you, I'm thinking of this as an example, that's really not true and really would in the past hurt your feelings and you'd get hurt and offended, you can judge it properly. And yes, it might still hurt a little bit, but it doesn't stay with you. And you know that's not true because you know you're a favorite son or daughter of God. So sozo and friend. So Franus Moss, the healing, mending, and establishment of healthy hearts and minds. We've talked about this now, I think for this will be the fourth lesson that we've had on this. And Sophronis Moss, he's calling you today into, he's admonishing you to come into the state of having a sound mind. He's calling you and admonishing you that you can have self-control and discipline, that he's providing the tools necessary, the process necessary to apply the power of a sound mind. Don't put it off any longer. It's for you today to grab onto and make your own, to apply to your life. So, Frenizo, you are now restored to the senses, to proper senses in your mind, to be able to moderate, control, curb, and discipline your mind away from negative things toward the things of God. This means that you are capable of admonishing and exhorting yourself when your emotions grab a hold of you and you're feeling bad about something. You can say like David, why art thou cast down? Why are you depressed? Why are you anxious, O soul? My hope is in God. My hope is in my heavenly Father. It's a spiritual conviction of a sound mind is one that is able to curb one's opinions. We've talked about that in personal decisions. That's taking soulish dominion. It comes through 1 John 2.27 we talked about, abiding in Christ and really assimilating the mind of Christ. That's what it comes from. And then we talked about Sophron. It described one being in a sane mind and senses. And it talks about we have been given the mental tools needed to control our sudden thoughts and impulses. And then we've wrapped up today with the last two words, sozo and friend. Sozo meaning you're healed. You are healed today, my friend, in Christ. Of all the past hurts, pains, and problems, you're healed in your body. He's providing for you wholeness, peace, and an abundant state that you can walk in victoriously. And then friend, coming from your guts or the very uh, diaphragm, your feelings, and they can be connected to judging and being set aside into holiness. And then we get into such things as being able to operate in the gifts of the Spirit, like word of knowledge and word of wisdom. That comes from that. So today... Let's fan into a flame the gift of God 
that he has given us. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and Sophronus Moss. That's what God has provided for you today. Go through and listen to these three or four sessions again to get the fullness of this, to set it in your heart and mind once and for all that you do have a sound mind. You're not confused, like being in an intersection in India, but you have a sound mind. You can judge and decide what are good thoughts and what are not good thoughts that don't line up with the things of God and what are those things that Paul talked about in Philippians 4, 8 that are honorable and just to think on that will give you an advantage in your life. So be blessed. I love sharing these lessons with you. This is truly the kingdom corner here because we're putting on the kingdom mindset. We're putting on the crown of a king and a queen and God is going to help us in this. Be blessed today, my friends. Thank you for being a part of the Kingdom Corner. Make sure you click that subscribe button so you get notified every time we release a new episode. Welcome to the family.